Hearsay, you must act and not just think. Hearsay, Guzman has the best latte in Singapore. Hearsay, you have to work on your problems no matter how uncomfortable they may make you feel. You're listening to Hearsay with Darren, Bian Tong, Cheryl and Wenhui on Radio Pulse, The Sound of NUS. Hi guys, welcome back to episode 3 of Hearsay. And today, thankfully, Wenhui has recovered. So Wenhui, anything to say to our listeners? Yes, I have survived. It's so drama, yeah. <laughs> I have survived and I'm facing assignment submission now, which is even worse. Okay. Oh, but also she passed her FTT, so yay. yay! Women in STEM. Okay, so just to recap, last week we spoke about relationships and Bian Tong felt very passionately about self-worth. Huh? So I no, guess I got very passionate, but like, I think it's interesting. Damn, I missed a good show at eh? Relationship uh, last week. Yeah. yeah. You, you just got <laughs> the sauce. Yeah. It's on Spotify. Okay, uh, wow. Got a lot of tea okay. <laughs> okay, so today we will talk about self-worth. So, so how did we come about this topic? Mm, okay, so just to recap also, uh, I think one of us mentioned that um, we tend to tie our self-worth to our relationships, especially our partners, right? So that's why for some people it takes so long to get over breakups because you think like, oh, I'm not good enough, etc. Yeah, yeah. So that's how we got into this topic of self-worth. So, I mean... I really like... Feel? This is really like out of context for me. Hey, no worries. <laughs> you are just like a listener I'm all now. these social yeah. cues, okay? <laughs> if you don't understand anything, just raise your hand. We will get to you. <laughs> <All right. laughs> so let's start with... Uh, our own perception of self-worth, like what do we use to evaluate ourselves? So let's start with the youngest of the bunch. Self-worth, uh, I think self-worth is like, it comes from, I think there's like two aspects to it, like internal validation and external validation. So like, uh, I think most people, right, they count on external validation. Uh, like, I mean, I also would, uh, because that's how like, it's how society would view you, like whether you are useful or not compared to other people. Like like in, in jobs, right, why would this person employ you if there's someone better than you? So you're technically worthless in the eyes of like employers, those type of things. So I will rely on like external validation first. So like after people tell me you're good, then I'll think, oh, I'm good. And then after that, even if people don't tell me I'm good, I will have like a bit of internal validation, like, oh, I'm good, so I have to be at this level, those type of things. Uh. Like, oh, my self-worth, like, my self-worth becomes a bit of, like, my pride, so, like, I cannot, like, when I do stuff, right, it, it has to be a certain level already, uh. Ladies first. Oh, well, alright. Uh, so, I think, like, I agree with um, what was mentioned about, like, you know, getting external validation and everything, but as you grow older, you realise that if you are constantly seeking for external validation you will bring yourself to a very bad state I feel and for me personally I feel like self-worth is about looking within you know trying to embrace uh, the good and bad of yourself and when you finally embrace it and you know love yourself for who you are that's when you really attain um, and practice self-worth and I think it's, it's, it's good that we spread this message about you know like uh learning to embrace yourself because I feel like in the society everyone is very harsh on themselves and if you're harsh on yourself there's no go- nobody out there who's gonna um, you know like protect or pity you more than yourself because you're the one suffering from it right 
yeah, and I think it's all about looking within. Mm, yeah, I mean, I definitely agree. Especially in, like, you know, when you're, when your whole life, especially in Singapore, right, the education system is so rigorous. And then, you know, you, you try to mark for your exams and they always have people telling you, oh, you must score well, you must follow this track because this is the standard path that everyone follows. Then you tend to tie yourself worth with like, I, am I following this um, templated path in life that I should, that everyone else is following? And then, you know, that's why like, I think that uh, a lot of people are scared to try out new things, lah, especially in Singapore. And it's because like, they don't want to feel like, oh, I'm doing something different which equals um no self-worth because uh it's not ups la, in that sense la. i think it's more of they don't want to do be bad at it it's not they don't want to try something mm, different they're scared yeah. they're bad at it you know yeah because people tend to think failure bad at something equals no self-worth but actually it's just the process of trying out things right and you know you grow through the process then you increase your self-worth actually yeah i think trying your best is good enough la. Like, if you know you've tried your best, even if you don't get what you hope to get, it's good enough because you tried. But self-worth is, to me, is ultimately not just about appreciating yourself and, oh, I just look within. Because the whole concept of self-worth is your, the whole concept of worth is you're worth something, mm. right? And of course, humans are more complex than objects and whatnot. They have a price. But ultimately, we have to do something to make us worth something. You can't just sit there and be like, oh, appreciate yourself, look inside, look inside, but you're not doing anything with your life, with your time, with your effort. Then you are... Th- what what self-worth are you talking about? So what do you think? See, I agree, la, but that is up to you to define, right? Like, what you want to do? I want to rebut. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Please. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, if you talk about it, even looking within and knowing what's bad, you know, even though it sounds like a bit leche and you're like, just being there and just spending your time thinking about something but after that you learn something about yourself and that's a learning point that's a worthy point for you to do something and create something more so it doesn't have to be like something big that you created or big that you made but I get your point about the do is important yeah 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 but yeah I think it's the perspective also looking within first and then ultimately drives your future actions so I think it's a compliment Compliment, yeah, complimentation and a combination of like both. What do you think of this statement? You are not worth anything until you make yourself worth something. I I, I mean I do agree, uh, but it's really up to you to define it, law. Mm. You need to. Is find it really though? Is it up to you to define it? Mm, I think at the end of the day, you you need to be happy with what you're doing. Uh huh. Right, which goes back to uh, the a lot of underlying things that we've been talking about through the past three weeks, right? Which is you need to be yourself, lah. Uh, you need to be doing what you want to do, right? And if you're doing what you want to do, then I feel that you can grow from... You, you're more receptive to growing from your experiences. And then that's how you gain more self-worth, more self-esteem. You can tell yourself, I'm good at something I like to do. And then it's something worth um, feeling confident about in that sense. Yeah. In, so so what I, what I mean, right, it's like self-worth is good, it's important and all, but a lot of times these days we see people so uh, encapsulated within their own perception of the world that they ignore everything else oh. I think we are because we are societal animals right? we, we can't deny it like what's the difference between humans and animals okay 
maybe animals also have their thing. We just don't know. They can't tell us. For humans, you're living in a society. Ultimately, you'll compare with others and you'll be concerned about what people think, right? So it's inevitable that you'll be faced with this. And I think you're trying to bring out that point about how... Um, we have a public yeah, and we have we a have private have life. Oh. Right. It's important for us to also... While we upkeep a healthy private life, it's important that we also participate publicly. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So not not like go run for elections yeah. or whatnot, but like be a decent human being in society, be kind to others, be helpful, be productive. Mm. That is what to me, and that combined with your private thinking and your your happiness and your thoughts, that is what gives us makes us worth something. Like I would say. But ultimately, it's your life, so... Yeah, live how you want. Depends on what you want. I mean, if you're okay with being, like, so quote-unquote worthless, then okay, uh, you know? Like, worthless in the eyes of society. It's up to you. uh. Don't let your circumstances and situation define who you are. Mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which is a whole looking inside thing. uh. Mm. So let's move on to what we evaluate ourselves with, right? You know, so what makes us feel like we are living a worthwhile life? So for me, I will start. Uh, for me, personally, what I pride myself or like value myself on is my kindness. Mm. Yes, even though the things I say might not be very <laughs> kind. <laughs> but yeah, I pride myself on being a kind person. So that's, that I would say is my main marker for my self-worth. Uh. Mm. What about you? <laughs> yeah. uh, well, hey, let's start with the... the oldest. Yeah. Men's yeah. first. Uh. Yeah. Okay, um, so for me, right, okay, I used to be that guy that used to be uh, make make grades all about your own self worth lah, right? But I I feel like coming to uni, you know, I was tired of the rat race, chasing after. You, you know, cannot go higher than the foreigners. Ah, also <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I didn't want to chase after that. But then I start think to think more about like what I want to do with my life, right? I'm the kind of person that like to be something bigger than myself. I like to contribute to all this bigger community. So that's why I I choose to join my faculty club lah and. Um, you know, when you do things together and you can contribute to a bigger community and you see your efforts come into fruition, then I get a deeper sense of um, satisfaction. And, you know, I have, a, I have something to leave behind. La. I have a legacy to leave behind in this place that people will come into. And to me, that is what gives me self-worth. Law. Like, I have a, I have a anchor down into this place. In, on earth you know because if you don't right then I just feel like everyone's just floating through life and you know you're gonna die one day what are people gonna re- remember you by yeah so that, that's the guiding question that I always lead myself with when it comes to like making decisions uh. so it's more of leaving your mark or service leaving my mark through service ah yes well, I'm still stuck with the question about <laughs> what, <laughs> <laughs> what am I worth <laughs> oh, yeah. am I worth Life crisis now. Mid-life crisis. <laughs> life crisis. Oh, it's not even midlife crisis. <laughs> you life. then midlife crisis. Hey, you're older than me, okay? Hey. <laughs> quarter, quarter. Midlife crisis. Oh god. Uh, I feel like I agree with Ben Tong a lot about the kindness part, cause I feel it's more about caring for others and it's not about oh the grades I get and everything. Cause maybe when I'm younger, that's what I deem myself as. Like, oh, I get good grades, then I see myself 
you know, in a good light. But now, like, I'm, I'm looking about self-empowerment and, and more into, like, how I can be a better human being in a self to be able to support others uh, emotionally or whatever it is. So I feel that ultimately it's still about, like, servicing for others. Uh. So I guess we actually have pretty, like, aligned thoughts about our self-worth. I think say about the same. But mm. I think one slight difference I might have from y'all is that Maybe I'm not like, you know, I'm not old enough, like not mature enough, haven't think about life enough yet, right? So, uh, yeah. so my back aches now. So I still care about results in a sense. But like for me it's like the results cause it shows that I can do it. Uh, like it shows my skill, right? Cause I believe that I need the skill first so that I can help other people. Yeah. So yeah. like but the skill obviously I won't compare with like all those other people. Uh, like I know I know I know I cannot be that I cannot be that good. I'll just be average. So I just need to know that, oh, as long as, like, whatever my skill is, right, is within what I think is good, like, what I think is worthy, then I use that to help people. So I guess ultimately it's also about helping people. Uh. Wow. You are a bunch of compassionate. Yeah, <laughs> what a I wouldn't say we are, like, totally let like, go of grades. Like. I feel it's more of, like, we are more accepting towards the fact that we cannot always have good grades. Then we start to look at other places to diversify, and uh, it sounds so sad. Yeah, yeah like, <laughs> okay, I I feel like at the end of the day, you still care about your grades because you're still a student, right? But it's not. It's just the focus isn't as strong a- anymore compared to JC or um secondary school, la. But I mean, like it's a tangible way of how the society like gauge us. Also, when you go to work, there are gonna be KPI and all those, hmm. and that's how like it's gonna support whether what you're gonna say at appraisal makes sense or is valid. So I think we're just like, you know, kind of like inclined to go towards tangible stuff because that's what you can see. Mm. Like you can prove yourself. Yes, grades, these numbers are the ones that prove, you know. And when you work, you're going to tell your boss, yes, I'm a very kind person. The boss is like, can you show me the numbers, you know? <laughs> like, it's inevitable. Appraisals, there are other forms of yeah la. quantifying it, right? Which like you mentioned, is a soft, soft traits, not soft qualities. And I think that's the more important one. Mm. I mean nowadays you hear more about companies they are looking more for the soft skills right Correct. because everyone else is getting A's so you need to think of something to set you apart from everyone else I just feel like the main issue with all these soft traits is that it's hard to show it on paper which is what you say also mm-hmm. but at the end of the day I think you have faith like in what you can do law. they can be a bit easy to fake mm. right. it's subjective law, right yeah I think it's quite hard though soft trait like I mean, humans naturally can pick up on, like, we instinctively know a snake when we see one and we know, like, BS. <laughs> I, I mean, soft trait is more of, like, how can you rally the people around you to do things, especially when they're tired, right? Or, like, how can you motivate everyone to align themselves with your, what you want to do? Yeah, it's in, qu- quite hard to fake, like, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, true. But, th- yeah, it's hard to fake, like. But it's so hard to quantify. So since we talked about what we think we are worth, right? What are our biggest insecurities? Oh, Ooh, Dude, spicy. Like life lessons, man. Oh, this one like, this one like dying. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, you start. Uh. Wow, can wow. someone start? First recording back and she's thrown oh, you, you. Yeah. Can, uh, insecurities are... Uh, he biggest. has been targeting me since the uh, start. Someone save me. <laughs> SOS. Because it's same birthday. Uh, yes. My, okay, this one, I think I kind of 
got over it already. But I will just mention it now. I used to be scared of failing. So I didn't really want to try new things or try out things out of my comfort zone. Because I always, uh, like someone mentioned earlier, la, you're scared of doing it badly. Then you don't know how to face other people, right? So that was what I was afraid of. But I mean, you know, when it comes to uni, I, okay, I really attribute a lot of personal growth towards uni. Because um, it really pushed me out of my comfort zone. La. And you know the saying, right? You start growing when you're outside of your comfort zone. Mm. So yeah, that's when I start to fail, mess up, you learn more about yourself, and then, even over time, I kind of got over this quote-unquote insecurity. La. Yeah. How about y'all? I think like, maybe because our life as a student, ultimately our story examples is just very like school-based and work-based. So, I think in the past, like, yeah, I think like, I'm just afraid of not doing well. Great wise and and that that's kind of like our only source of like self-worth right when we are a student so when i retained like in jc that was like kind of like a turning point for my life and i started to take a different perspective about um not doing well i think it's it it, it taught me to really realize that you need to know yourself better and do what you really like instead of uh just you know like trying to follow what the norms are because in the past, we always think that the science stream is the only, uh, you know, viable route. And then I've been following that uh, thought process all along. And I realized that it didn't work out when I was in JC. And I have been, like, trying to, what's that called? Like, push down my desire to take on arts. So when, when I retained, you know, I took a leap of faith to, like, proceed on with, uh, the art stream which I really love and, and it turned out well and it really taught me that you know you must really do what you love and not do what the norm is and mm. yeah I think ultimately I also get like over about, uh, about doing well because ultimately it's more important about who supports you through the thing then I realised that I have a lot of friends and my family has been very supportive and they were they were the ones that made me like realise that more important is on all the people around you and not your grades and whether you are living a life with the utmost like um, honesty and uh, just being a good person lah. so grades is not the ultimate thing yeah oh, standing ovation okay wow. <laughs> oh, nice thank you <laughs> so I think like since we are, we are basically like for, we are basically talking about like fears now right uh, low yes. key I guess for me it would be like uncertainty or like loss of control so like, okay, this is kind of kind of mean, but like I like to like predict what people will do. So like, so like um or like I'll say stuff so that you know got a certain reaction, right? Not not try not in a manipulative way lah. Mm, so that please. So that yeah la, people pleaser this sort of thing or like oh. I like to plan so that then so that like I kind of have control right. Then when don't when I don't have it or when I'm like not hundred percent sure this will be the outcome, then I feel very like un- feel very uncomfortable. But obviously. You can't do that lah, cause like mm. people are unpredictable. Like you can't know any, everything about them, and then sometimes there are like different circumstances which will make them act differently, or like um, I think now it's very hard to it's very hard to be hundred percent sure of like anything ah. So yes, but I think it's a common fear of the un like fear of the unknown of like the unknown and like being uncertain is quite common. So yes, people please 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 accept it. Don't be scared anymore. 
Oh, my biggest uh, insecurity is not being able to live up to my own expectations of the life I give my parents. Yeah, so so that's, that's my current biggest worry. Yeah. Mm, I cannot provide my parents the life I want to give them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're going to reach that age soon. Reach <laughs> 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 that age? What's that age? The age where you will consider that. Because if you're a kid, then that's not something that... Oh, I've been considering that since like... 16 though. Wow. Yeah. No, no, because cause like okay, grew up, grew up like. I'm a worthless kid. <laughs> we just didn't think about it. Look inside know. yourself. No comparing, no comparing. No, I because I was raised in like a lower middle income household, like, you know. Then I see my parents work very hard, and I'm like, wow, shit. Mm. So, so that's about it. Yeah. So, the, so yesterday I was uh, at Paris Baguette. Their coffee actually not bad. Uh, but this is random. So you <laughs> want to baguette get like Paris to get coffee for your Okay, Paris. see that in front of Starbucks. Starbucks, screw Starbucks, man. They also not sponsoring us. We yeah. then the drinks like shit. Like that, <laughs> I feel we are paying more for like things other than coffee. Oh, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Bre- the brand, right? The people yeah. like it. So far, the best, <laughs> the best latte I've ever had, right? Guess where? Nescafe. Cafe. Cafe. No, not Nescafe. <laughs> no, no, like latte, not not like kopi. Paris, Paris baguette. No, no, no. Okay. Can you say that again? Paris Baguette. Guess guess that's the best coffee I ever had. Coffee bean? Latte. No, no, no. Uh, maybe he make one. Oh, his mom is Nespresso? From Guzman. Oh. Huh? Guzman. G-Y-G. Yeah, some of them sell like coffee, then the latte. Wow. Very nice. <laughs> but it's cheap also, like what? Two, three dollars. Oh. Yeah. But Paris comes in second, surprisingly. Yeah. Nice, man. yeah, have you tried? No, but I always try? look, I'm like skeptical. Yeah, about exactly. It. Yesterday yeah, I was also. But that was the only one available yesterday. Yes, the, the I was performing yesterday my for the mm-hmm. medicine thing. Yeah, so we went to. But the menu Paris. is overpriced though. No, it's okay leh. <gasps> Latte was like what, four fifty? Compared to <laughs> Starbucks is like six. But it's a very small cup though. No yeah. no no, it's like like full size. Yeah. But but their sandwiches are expensive. I highly suspect someone from Paris is like <laughs> You're judging us right now. No no no, it's like making Pian Tom come at public. No no no, <laughs> if they're not paying me, shit, I'm not gonna. Uh, no. uh, influencer, yeah. Uh, oh yeah, she's trying to be influencer. Sorry. No no no. What? How many views we get on this podcast? How much? Forty. Hey, don't like that. This the old shows, yeah. Yeah, I'm not this <laughs> in the old shows. Maybe he wants to promote his own one. The self worth of this show, th- this show is worth more than no, the views. No, it will not. It will not be forty when you become po- like you become famous. It will be forty one, forty one, forty one. Yeah, forty one. No, maybe the view can't drop. Hey, two. So so what do you all do like apart from studying to make yourself feel like you are worth more, like both tangibly and intangibly, like you know, both for paper or for your wellness. I think I can start like. The reason why I started dancing in uni was that I realized that I was very conscious of like how others look at me in in that sense, and I wanted to like build on my confidence. And I don't know why lah, but I just feel like dancers have this like confidence whenever they dance. And I was like, okay, from JC, I was like, I want to go, but then you know, like JC was so busy, like don't even talk about like you know, trying to get your CCA together. So. I was like, die, die, I must get into a dance, you see, when I come into uni, you know. So, and I finally get in, and and I think, yeah, I think dance really made me, you know, really, like, be less conscious about how others look. Because in dance, we were all more 
on like focusing on how to improve our craft. You know, we are looking on building ourselves within. It's a it's a dance journey where everyone has their own journey, and we are not forced to be like, oh, in one year's time, you sh- you should be like that, or you should be what. So if you want to be really good, then you have to put in the effort. It only shows when you really put in that amount of practice. And I think it's also where I really gain more confidence and be, you know, like at least have something like people say, oh, what do you do in your free time? Then I can say other than studying, right? Because last time very boring, ma. Oh, I only read books and study, watch TV. That seems very like boring. But at least now you have activity that you can be passionate about and <clears throat> you're in a community where you feel belong. La. So I think getting into a uh, interest group and getting into the community really makes uh, your self-worth like grow. So if anyone to catch Wen Hui dancing, can catch her this wow, Saturday. Saturday and Sunday, Sunday and then next Friday. Okay. Yeah. Sisters dancing everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, so now you're not scared. Uh. You were like, oh, please Actually, no, you know, like, I still, like, get very paranoid when I go out and dance, to be very frank. Because you're still very conscious about your level of standard because you're never mm. going to be the top. But I think it's breaking that mindset about people is, oh, people is watching me. Then you forget step one. I confirm, mm. I always forget step. It's like, you go out and then you're like, oh, that person is going to judge me. Actually, at the end of the day, you think about it, you yourself, you're just trying to remember step and you won't be actually watching anybody. And you won't remember, oh, that person forgets step or what. You're just like, oh, okay, the person danced quite well and other kind of thing. So I think just don't, 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 don't put too much thought into what people think. Actually, people don't really care that much about you. It's you yourself, yeah. Mm. That's very true. Uh, I think besides like joining communities or interest groups, right, which I fully agree, uh, I think you also need to practice a bit of like mindfulness la, in the sense of like thinking. You need to be conscientious of like the thoughts that you have, right? So like for myself, okay, this is very weird. I don't count as quirky, la, but sometimes I watch those YouTube videos, right? Then uh, the algorithm brings out this like, um, those, those videos on like schools of thoughts, you know? Stoicism, I don't know how to pronounce it. Stoicism. Stoicism, yeah. yeah. I don't I think those things are very interesting and they make a lot of sense. And mm. to me it's like you can practice easily. But then it kind of make me a bit cynical uh, with for like stoicism uh. Cause I you tend to like expect the worst worst case scenario. You'll be more cynical than Pian Hong out there. I cynical man? I'm so optimistic. What are you talking huh? about? Okay. Uh I don't know. Mm. But yeah, I mean uh I think those are good. Like, it really gives you a new perspective on how you view things in mm-hmm. life. That's interesting. I think it's, like, okay, building on to both of your points. Yes, yes. Okay, so, um, <laughs> like, I think it's good to, like, work on yourself. Cause, so, like, to me, self-worth is, like, <laughs> self-worth is, like, you know, some formula where, like, it's, like, how, like, the good, your good things, right, minus, like, your bad, your bad points, like, your weaknesses mm. and stuff. So like I will also try to like work on my weaknesses. So like I guess one example, kinda kinda dumb, but actually I'm like very scared of like doing stuff alone. Like last time right, I used to be okay with it. Like I can just go out to some like seven eleven, just sit down there and eat mm. alone. I don't care. People sit next to me, okay, come talk to me, I just talk back on. But then now right I like get very anxious and uncomfortable. Why though? Why what because happened? like you scared all like Conscious? Be- yeah, you feel very self-conscious, yeah. May so May. I went USS alone. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, I want to reach that level. So, right, I will purposely, like, <laughs> go to random places alone. Purposely go to places with a lot of people alone. Then, like, just to, like, 
try to be less self-conscious. So I think like, you have to, in order to like improve yourself, right, there are times when you have to step out of your comfort zone. Because if you just like stay within doing what you're good at, you continue to have your weaknesses. So you have to like work on it lah, so that you have more stuff that you are decent at. What about Pian Tong? Oh, for me, quite similar to Wen Hui. I do music. Yeah, then it's, it's normal lah, for people to do who do arts to never feel satisfied with uh, what they're doing, which is good also because you're able to keep improving thanks to that. What I do, yeah, lah, that and then just, I guess, uh, be nicer to people around you, try to contribute more to your the communities you're part of, try to join more communities, uh, make yourself you know, be more active in public, like I say, your public sphere of your life. Then at the same time, yeah, for me also, like, spend more time with my parents, so, <coughs> yeah, actively, like, consciously try to make time for them, even though, like, that's not the in thing for people our age. Yeah. I think it's what you tend to do to increase your self-worth ties in very closely with what you define as your own personal self-worth. So, I mean... To each his own, right? Mm. Yeah. Oh yeah, disclaimer. You know, like, y'all were mentioning, like, joining more stuff, right? But also, right, please don't take too much that. Don't do more than you can take on, uh, I mm. feel. Because, like, if mm. not, you just feel worse. Then, like, you cannot, you cannot do everything well. Uh. Everything you just, like, half-ass it. Then, then you just feel worse about yourself. Because, like, mm. you know, if, if you look at results, uh, or some, or you feel like you're not making much progress. Oh, but that's what I do though. I I have a bad habit of overcommitting. <laughs> after I overcommit, I'll, when I peak and cannot already, I'm, I'll sit there like, ah, shit. But then I think it's a good, like, for me, I accept first then think later, you know what I mean? Mm. So I say yes first, then I think how to do something later. So, yeah, I mean, recently I've been trying to learn to say no, but yeah, I think it's fun. Uh. Life is just about exploring, uh. just make mistakes, uh. it's okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a very, I'm very close friends with Failure. <laughs> yeah, we're besties. Wow, besties. Uh, so. Yeah, I think that that's a problem I have also. Eh. Usually, like, I'm always like, eh, I don't want to miss this opportunity. What if, like, I regret? Then when I take out, I also, like, a bit like, eh, why did I take out? I have so many things. Wow, damn sin, you know, that kind of thing. And then I'll be like, every time it repeats itself. But I think it's the mindset, you know. Like, I feel like I'm, I'm still working on this. I feel like it's the mindset. It's just, if you take it, then just do it. Don't, yeah. don't think so it's much. A, it's a Taurus thing. <laughs> yeah, I think maybe it's a Taurus thing. Okay, I can, can I just say from a perspective of... I thought you hate horoscope. <laughs> no, I'm, I have no opinion. Usually guys are very like, what's horoscopes? Oh, yeah, I, think, I think we all know what's horoscopes. Uh, I don't no, really I know mean, that like, much. It's a bunch of uh, nonsense. Yeah, pseudoscience. Okay, but can I speak with, on like, uh, with the point of view, with the perspective of someone who actually do recruiting, right? For Because I was the uh, faculty camp director, so actually I recruit... Who was it? People, right? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, so actually, right? Sometimes I get very annoyed when people like they just sign up, but then when you hear like, oh, uh, actually, I want to explore the, uh, to me here, right? Because I want to make sure everyone's committed. I just it's straight away. I just reject all these people. Wow, wow, big, big. Oh. No, no, because it's like, okay, it's just I feel like, yeah, it's you're there to explore lah, but you need to, um. You cannot just be everything you, you feel like doing and you just try, 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 try. Right? It's, you're wasting both sides' times. La. Both sides, their time. Mm. And 
ya lor. So, okay, I'm not trying to put down this idea of like go and explore, but uh, I think you need to convey the expectation to the person that is recruiting you clearly. Yeah, because sometimes, right, uh, they don't. And then only when I probe further, then they realize that, oh, maybe this is not what I want because it's high commitment thing. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I, I don't I don't mean like trying new things that's outside of my play area. I mean uh, like my own area of expertise, like music and stuff. Oh, so okay. like organizing performances and so on. But yeah, I mean, it's good to go and try. And even though like, what well, from your perspective, it's not uh, the best for the organization, right? But I think it's ultimately a balance. Lo. Like when yeah. you sign up for something, of course, you must have the responsibility to see it through. Mm. So when you say you want to try something, you better try until the end. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a, I also do recruiting for NES. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. NES. Then, then when I ask them, like, so the question I ask is like, mm. so what, is your, what are your interests? A lot of them say, oh, I've been interested in entrepreneurship since, like, oh, primary school, secondary school, you know, I always thought. <laughs> then I'm like, wow, I'm asking you about, like, your, your interests. Then you kind of tell me all this. You're not an interesting person. Oh. Dung da. Dismissing, yeah. like, everyone. No, no, then I, then I reject. Yeah, that's, no. that's why I'm Actually, like, yeah. I mean, you have to think about it. You're going to stand out. Because you have no, okay, you can bring in that part. But then, like, you have to know, like, okay, let's say today the interview is about entrepreneurship, then gonna talk something else so that the person remember uh, it's not everyone has the same standard answer yeah. Mm. yeah I don't know how they come up with such a long paragraph answer of like I'm interested in entrepreneurship BFR, yeah but like it's amazing how long they can you know I'm, I'm quite good at BSing myself but even I can't like do that much maybe I'm getting old already maybe they are truthful eh? you just like anyhow oh but you can tell uh, like you oh, just, yeah, yeah. I'm interested in because full stop <laughs> they will spin some life-changing story about how yeah. entrepreneurship changed Last time I scroll Instagram, I see the Elong Ma, I'm like, wow, fun, <laughs> ah. <laughs> the car, wow, sell the battery, same as my phone. <laughs> Alright. Alright, so I guess, uh, I think today has been quite a comprehensive discussion about self-worth, you know, we dug into like, how it's important to not just be living in your own world, like, oh, I'm worth this, I'm not, whatever, but it's also important to know that all of us humans have a public and a private part of us. And it's true that private part of us that we find out more about ourselves. And in order for us to truly live what we think we are, we have to apply it to the public side. Because you can think the world of yourself, but if you don't act on it in a way that matters to the environment you are in, it, it means nothing. right? Yeah. So anything you want to add on to? What's your biggest take away from today I think like to s- to sum up like what you said right I, I, I do agree with what you say like ultimately we are still in a society we are we are still I mean this sounds very like theoretical but if you think about it like all our answers arrives and derives from people around us and no matter you like it or not you know like we are, we are surrounded by people but I think that, that that itself is a good thing you have people around you and don't think about comparing but think about being a better version of yourself so you are a better friend a, a better like child not to support them but just being someone better and positive so that they could like you know build on your positivity and they can also lead a better life so I think it's all about perspective yeah yeah, yeah. I, I agree yeah. and I also think that 
Okay, okay, yeah. She like she sounds like she gonna force to say it. Don't say this, I must say this also. I agree lah, huh? <laughs> no, no, like legit, yeah. Okay, I believe you. Okay, we don't have knife here, by the way. We don't have what? We we are not putting a knife beside her to say. Yeah, we use guns instead. I think another thing that another take away is that like different people have different ways of like improving themselves, and it. Also, kind of stems from like how you view self worth, like what your definition is. So, um, but I think it's really important that you like improve your self worth, and also like they said lah, you have to like show your self worth in a sense by like doing something. Cause yeah, self worth is like it's not just a you thing. Yeah, it's also there's also a, like the society aspect to it. Hmm. Yeah. So you know when Pian Tong mentioned about the public and the private aspect, right? I think that was one thing that really resonated with me, lah. Cause I always tell people, right? Okay, it's last time. I always tell them, ah, uh, if I didn't have to study to survive, right? To to find a job, to survive, I wouldn't, uh, I would just rot at home, lah. <laughs> but then, <laughs> uh, no, no, that was last time. You still immature. But then now I realize that actually, yeah, lor, uh, there is that public aspect, lah. And I want to do something to contribute, and. Rotting at home is fun, but after a while, also a bit sad. <laughs> then people are gonna ask you, right? Like, uh, hey, what are you doing all the time? You say, oh, I'm just doing nothing at home. You feel a bit bad, lah. Yeah, that that's for me, lah, right? So yeah, that that was one thing that uh really struck me, cause you really put your course very concisely, lah. Which I really like. I mean, other takeaways. Wow, wow, wow! Someone flexing. <laughs> other takeaways, yeah, lor. It's just really reinforcing that compared to yourself, lah. Right? Translate for all our oh, yeah. Chinese people. If you compare others, people you'll never be happy. Human, human, human compare, compare human, human angry uh, until angry. die. <laughs> <laughs> so I think one more point I guess I would like our listeners to think about is that in this day and age, even though everything is very grey, right, there's still a right and wrong. So it's very easy for all of us to be in a negative loop whereby we do something bad. We, in order to make ourselves feel better, we tell ourselves it's okay. Then we don't do anything about that bad thing that we did, or something bad about ourselves that we don't improve. Then we just spiral into a loop of just becoming worse and worse, like, like oh, I, I, I'm bad, I'm bad at doing this. Oh, it's okay, you know, I'm good at other things, and I don't work on something uh, that I clearly know I need to work on. So it's import- uh, It's very easy for us to fall into that loop. I myself am very guilty of that. You know, best friend failure, why not? It's Important for us to know that it's okay being uncomfortable with ourselves. It's okay making mistakes and feeling bad about it. But what what matters is always what we do with that newfound information, newfound experience. When we do something bad, we make a mistake. When we realize there's a problem with ourselves, it is very important for us to go and fix it. Mm. Like for example, you cannot cancer. You know, some like it's important to go for treatment, like, even though it might be scary. Yeah, whatever mm. things like that. Just an example. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, uh, cause I feel that nowadays people like they are uncomfortable handling their own failures yeah. and having like that ownership of their mistakes. I think it's quite common actually. Uh, a lot of it has to do with pain. Mm. So what is pain today? You know, if you fast, uh, you speak back to uh, 1945, pain is going to World War II, mm. having your loved ones go to World War II. That was pain. Fighting on a battlefield, actual pain, you know, losing your loved ones to a war that you know nothing about. You don't want to fight also. Mm. But then pain today is what? Discomfort. Yeah, oh, uh, my latte, no, no oat milk or something, you know, like, as in, I'm exaggerating, yeah. but you know, 
across time, pain has changed. So like that naturally uh, results in like, you know, today pain mm. is very much easier, easily invoked. But anyways, so today was yeah. about self worth. <laughs> now we know he like oatmeal. We no, like no, I don't, I don't. I just I'm trying to think of the whitest Beverly Hills yeah. thing I can think of. Oh, but it's worse when they become defensive about their own mistakes, though. Yeah. yeah. So that all comes from the mindset, lah. Like the yeah. whole self protection thing. So I mean, it's important to be vulnerable and whatnot, lah. So. Yeah. So anyways, especially yeah. for guys, especially for guys. Yeah, like okay, like both, lah. Ah, know. okay. So this was uh, hey, guys, hey, okay. relax, relax. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> guys tend to not want to be vulnerable though. Really? Like they want to have that masculine front lah. We girls don't want to. Too. No, we can have a strong front. Okay, all the guys out there, <laughs> nothing is manlier. Nothing is manlier than owning up to your own mistakes. Yes, correct. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yes, nothing is manlier than crying if you want to also. But I just don't don't all the time cry lah. But yes. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> Make sure after you cry, <laughs> you must good, yeah. solve the problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, cry can cry. Then if the Zabo don't like you because you cry, that's not the Zabo for you. Yeah, hey, uh. I really missed the episode last week. <laughs> no, no, we didn't really talk much. Yeah. So it was quite, oh. it was, anyways, this has been episode 3 of uh, Hearsay. We talked about self-worth. And uh, yeah, that's about it. Bye. Lord. <laughs> okay, wow. Adios. Bye-bye.